This is the Lights On Show. My name is Jacob Morissette. I'm an honor student at Boise State University, and this is my podcast centered around turning the lights on. I go and talk to day-to-day professionals to learn how they've mastered their craft. We go in-depth on the inner workings of their perspective, their process, and their strategies, all in the hopes of inspiring others. All right, what's going on, my light bulbs? So I know that the last episode, which I checked the podcast app on Apple, I checked the last podcast, and the last time I uploaded was, I think, May 5th, no, sorry, it was like June 15th, so like a month ago. So this is long, long overdue. And so uh, if you guys don't follow my Twitter, which many of you guys don't, so you should, uh, Twitter at lights underscore show helps you get all the updates and communicate with me or lack thereof uh, as of last month. However, I do have a pretty good excuse. Um, So I didn't just get bored and stopped or get dead ended and didn't want to do any more or nothing like that. Uh, I was traveling for a very long time and I was not able to upload anything. I was not even in America. I was um, on this huge trip to Europe that took, okay, obviously it wasn't a whole month, but the way that everything lined up, I was gone every single Saturday and Sunday and like basically weekend until now. And so here's when the episode's coming out. Um, so anyways, not trying to pull crazy excuses, but I wasn't quitting. I'm not coming coming back as uh, a lot of content creators will say when they've came back to something. I'm just continuing on what I missed. So um, this episode, uh, obviously there is no guest. It's just me. And I... Um, I want to use the knowledge I've gained in the past month and kind of, uh, and some of the things I was thinking of this morning and just kind of roll into a really cool topic, um, about travel, about, um, kind of figuring out and like creating a priority list and we'll figure out yourself and creating that priority list to put things around and kind of how to organize some stuff and think some stuff through. Uh, around that and the reason why I feel inspired to talk about that is because of the huge trip that I just went on Um, so to give some context on the trip it was a um, we were there for like we were we were in Europe for 12 days and we had two really long travel days Um, one in the beginning one in the end and by really long travel days I'm talking about like 18 hours um, so the flights took, uh, the, the way up there took about 14 hours because we stopped in London, uh, and then went down to Barcelona, Spain. And then the way back, we went from Barcelona to Charlotte, North Carolina, and then back to Seattle. Uh, so the plane rides were 14, 15 hours long. We had layovers that were three, four hours, uh, in between. And that didn't allow me really any time to do any of this type of stuff at all. I didn't even bring a computer with me because everything was so limited to the amount of space I could bring for such a long trip. Um, and obviously I had no nothing on anything uh, while in Europe. But those two days 
um, were a lot more grueling than just the day themselves because the time difference was between seven and eight hours. So we took a cruise um, across Europe. So it went from seven to eight hours uh, towards the end of the cruise uh, time difference. And so that was a huge adjustment I'd have for my body and my sleep schedule and everything. So it was just crazy hectic. And, um, but it was awesome. And this is why I feel so inspired to talk about this trip and kind of the things I've just been thinking about the past couple of days, um, right now. And the first thing is, is, um, figure out what you and your relationship with travel is going to be. So what I mean by that is, you know, you have, I would say four different types of travel people. Right. The first one is people that don't want to travel. Okay, cool. You figured that out. Good. I'll get to why that's good in in a second. Next, you have the entertainment type travel. So that's people going to Las Vegas. That's people going to amusement parks like Disney World, Disneyland, Ferrari World, um, or all the any of the other crazy ones that I mean. There's some crazy ones out in Europe. There's crazy ones um, in Asia, and um, just all over the place. Like there's really cool music parks, obviously everywhere. So you have that type of, so entertainment and then you have adventure and adventure is where you go around and you just explore. You try to expand your perspective. You try and just go see everything you can basically as cool and as fast as possible. And obviously leisure is, um, you're more about the relaxation, the, um, getting away from maybe the stressful life that you have um, already. And so the four different types of people, realistically only three, but technically the fourth one is added in because their relationship with travel is awful or they just don't even like it. So why this is important is because like doing anything in life, I've talked about this before, but finding yourself and figuring out who you are and what you want to do is so important. And I would say for most average Americans, and I don't know about other countries, probably Canada, probably actually pretty much everywhere really, people want to travel. I mean, this is why airlines and, and trains and boats, I don't think people really travel by that any much anymore very much, but... That's why airports are always so packed. International airports are huge because people are always going back and forth, back and forth. They're traveling. People are traveling. And so it, it's just an, it's an intricate part of everyone's life. And why it's important is because just like everything else, finding out who you are makes things so much easier when, it, when the time comes. And I'll relate to this to some more um, other examples. Actually, I can relate right now. So... I watched this TEDx uh, talk on YouTube for um, like this weird kind of like summer class I have to take up for Boise, uh, which actually is pronounced Boise, not Boise, so it's Boise. Um, and it talked about how we, or at least the kid, the youngsters now, kids kind of, not really kids, but like millennials, my generation and other generations below me, um, were this lost generation. And they talked about how we're just kind of confused. We don't know where to go, and we're lost. Like, we, we go to college. And the example they gave is that all these students are going to college, but they're graduating with all these crazy different types of degrees that they just think are going to be interesting, maybe, and they can't find a job. 
and society has been telling them for so long, go to college, go to college, go to college, go, go to college. Like, they're not making them answer the question if they want to go to college, and if they do, for what? So all these kids are just going to college for nothing. And then everyone starts bad-mouthing college and blah, blah, blah. It's a big, not good situation. And what the dude was talking about is the, the solution to that, and that is going to college determined and going to college for a reason. It's asking, it, it's asking yourself those questions that your teachers and peers and mentors should be doing in college, in, in high school and middle school, is asking those why questions. Asking, well, okay, you want to go to college? For what? Like making us create a list of why we want to go. And this leads into my next point. It's creating a priority list, right? And it's fine whatever your priority list is. Like a priority list, the contents does not matter as much as just having the list does. Because each person is their own person. We're all individuals. We all have different wants, desires, problems, um, weaknesses, strengths. So everyone's priority list is different, which means that there is no right way to have a priority list. And don't get me wrong. There are some priorities that need to be on your list for each different type of person. Um, but obviously that's something that individuals themselves can figure out. But the more, I was, I was trying to mix most and more together. Anyways, but the more important thing than the contents of the list is having the list. And this applies to college and furthering your education and to furthering your life as travel does. Because like I said, travel is now such an intricate part of everyone's life, just like education is. And by travel, I don't mean you have to go out to Europe for 12 days. I understand that there's tons of people that are are much less financially, um, shoot, I just had the word, privileged as I am or as the situations that I've had. But travel is still in their minds. Don't get me wrong, even if it's traveling to a different part of the city or traveling to, if you live in Southern California, maybe you go to Disneyland. And a Disneyland trip for them is much deeper than a Disneyland trip for me or for anyone else in the world, right? It's just it's just travel. That's all it is. It's just, like I said, the three different relationships. The fourth one doesn't really count because that's just a nada. Because just like education, travel can expand your, it can create new things within yourself. Um, for example, if you are a leisurely type of traveler, you can go to a place like Hawaii or um, Cancun or any of the other Caribbean islands that are warm, they have water, beaches, and you can leisurely lounge. And sometimes for some people that maybe are in the bustling world like New York in a corporate ladder or any other major booming city, maybe that's what you need. You need something to just refresh your batteries. And maybe that refresh your batteries allows you to go into work or go into whatever your lifestyle is, kicking and screaming, ready to rock, whatever you're about to do, because you've had a cool down period. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but burning yourself out is not healthy. I talked about it with uh, Ryan Moick, that when you burn yourself out, it sometimes can cause greater problems than the things that you're obtaining from the work that you're doing. And so sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes for some people, they want to go have entertainment. They travel because they enter, they want to be entertained. They want to go see 
and experience these cool and fun things that just like college again it will allow them to recollect themselves it allows them to think of new ideas people that go to disney world you guys have, if you if you guys have not been to disneyland or disney world i think you should i think everyone should experience something like that because it is just so indifferent to anything you will ever see it's like your childhood literally being built and it's the coolest thing ever to see and then, you, and then with explorers, obviously, and this is what I'm going to kind of get into in the meat of this podcast is, is when you explore different cultures and perspectives, you get to understand yourself better because you know everything that's out there. You, now you know everything. It's the exact purpose for this podcast. It's expanding perspectives, learning new things, trying them out, seeing what works, what doesn't work. And, and this is why I would argue that traveling just like college. Well, I think traveling should be treated like college. It should be determined. You should know what kind of travel works best for you, what kind of travel you will get the most out of your money, because just like college, traveling is can and most of the time will be expensive, especially if you have family or especially if certain things happen while you're out traveling, like emergencies, you get lost, you need to pay for a super crazy expensive taxi or a helicopter or something like that to save you. I don't know. There's tons of different examples, just like college. And obviously, don't get me wrong, college and travel with all their similarities are vastly different. Obviously, one of them, you are literally going to school to learn, and you're in a way different culture, and one of them is supposed to be fun, okay? But the idea, though, is parallel. And another thing he talked about and I think I may have already mentioned this. Never mind. But, so, again, like I said, in the meat of this podcast, I want to talk about the things I learned. Because, like I mentioned, there's three different types of travel. And I have pretty much identified myself as a explorer. I like to explore and try to expand on things I already know when I travel. And... Part of the reason why I know this is because I have done leisurely, or kind of, I guess, um, which was a cruise to Mexico that ended up getting a really bumpy ride uh, on the way back, so we couldn't do anything exploratory, uh, like go around the, the boat and do crazy stuff like I did on this past trip, so it was just all lounge, and it was terrible. I hated it, um, and I I do like entertainment. I, I've been to Disney World uh, like for nationals and I've been to Disneyland before with my family, and um, don't get me wrong, they're super awesome. I love doing it. Like I said, I think everyone should experience something like that to see something that they've loved their entire life um, pretty much right in front of their face. It's crazy cool, and I've done adventure. I've gone to Hawaii, and no, I did not use Hawaii as a leisure lounge because I was going crazy mode in Hawaii, um, always doing stuff. And going climbing the mountains and swimming in rivers and stuff like that, and obviously the crew, uh, this past European cruise, uh, more adventure, more craziness, doing awesome, cool stuff, and exploring the cultures. And it, yeah, for me, one hundred percent, I recommend doing um, exploratory travel. It's way cool, and I think um, for someone like me, uh, I do learn a lot more. I answer more why questions about myself. Um, it sounds kind of stupid to say, but yeah, because you really get to understand everything and then you'll be able to understand who you are better from all that. So I want to talk about 
the things I learned specifically while doing this exploratory travel abroad. Dun, dun, dun. And one of those things is being patient for sure. I talked about this with Aiden Moak about like the importance of building patience in your own home and all that stuff like that. But patience is so key when you are traveling far and wide and you got to deal with a lot of people, trying to see a lot of things. And that mindset of being patient allows you just to be calmer and more happy when situations get a little bit too tight physically, like the Vatican City was crazy packed. There's tons of tourists. And obviously it was summertime, so everyone and their mom is flying and going on a cruise boat and doing all these crazy things. So there's just a lot, a lot of people. And I would not be having a smiling face right now if I had a terrible attitude about patience and the ability just to deal with what was in front of me um, physically in that point. Uh, it also taught me that uh, living in America is pretty sweet. Um, I like America. And I can say that pretty confidently because I've been to other countries. And I have experienced, I mean, yes, I experienced them in a tourist perspective, but I've also experienced America in a tourist perspective. Like I said, I've been to Disneyland, I've been to Disney World, I've been treated like a tourist in America. And this isn't going to go into some big American uh, woo-ha pride thing. But I would like to talk about uh, just some things that are in the European countries that kind of made me feel like that. Um, first things first, water. Uh, in the States, uh, you can ask for water, and it's free. 100% free. They give you tap water. And some people may hate tap water, may think it's a devil. Uh, but I think tap water for a free solution is pretty dang awesome. And for someone who doesn't even like soda, um, I do like Pellegrino. I like fizzy water. I'm going to get to that a little later because I went crazy mode on the fizzy water. But the water in Europe, and this is uh, in the three countries I did visit, was all the same. Um, Spain, France, and Italy. In restaurants, they give you bottled water, and they charge you for it. Like three euros, four, five euros for a liter of water. That's more expensive than gas. That's crazy. I could not believe it. I was furious because that's how much a soda costs. Like you would pay – like they made it the exact same. They made beer like – a, like a euro and 50 euro cents. That's what they call it, I think. More than water. Beer. Are you kidding me? That was crazy to me. And the tap water's fine. When we were in Italy in the mountains, I was straight drinking out of the little fountains they had just on the side of the road. Like, And they tasted just fine. They were perfect. Um, and I, I just, I, I don't know why. And if you ask for tap water, they don't have it. At least not the restaurants I went to. and But the one thing is, though, is the water tasted great. I will admit, that uh, 
it was like Voss. It was better than Voss. It was like Italian Voss. It was great. It was great water. And another thing is that they have lots and lots of fizzy water, lots of sparkling mineral water. And I love sparkling mineral water. I love, uh, I don't really like Perrier. So I have right next to me. It kind of sucks. I like Pellegrino, but they had some really cool branded, uh, sparkling water that tasted great. It was fantastic. Actually, I think Pellegrino is made in Italy. It is. It was fantastic. Um, and uh, this the traffic, the streets, they're terrible in Europe. They are very small and narrow, which makes sense because it's a super like it's old world, right? Like quote unquote old world. Um, but a lot of the streets are really narrow, and I feel like if I was driving, I'd probably have a heart attack. Granted. A lot of people, like, you just kind of, if you learn that way, you adapt to it. Like, it's fine. Like, you don't even do a big deal. It's just something I noticed, though, that was really crazy, is that they're, like, hand-laid brick roads that are super crazy small, and people are just going crazy. Like, woo, 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 woo. It was crazy. Um, um, so, yeah. I mean, that kind of a stupid thing, but I think I just looked at, like, an everyday life situation, like, Whenever I'm going out with friends in the States, I get water. It's free. I don't pay any more money for it. Um, and nothing nothing political, obviously. Nothing actually too crazy because, like I said, it was just touristy. And I'm not trying to you know, go crazy mode and get everyone triggered. But just some simple day-of-the-life stuff. Uh, I just really it, – it helped me really appreciate the fact that I live where I live. And I have the – you know easiness of those things um i know it sounds kind of nitpicky but i feel like if you order and they they charge you like three four or five euros per bottle of water and i'm thirsty boy so i'd be paying roughly the same amount of money for water as i would a meal that's just crazy i don't know um but some things that i did really think were awesome is uh the vatican city rome uh, the Catholic cathedrals they had there, beautiful pieces of work. And what, what those taught me was that, is that these different religions and these different ideologies, these different people are real, right? And that, that sounds kind of stupid, right? Sounds like, well, of course they're real, but like they're real. Like, when you go there, you're able to really experience them, you're able to meet them, you're able to see them, you're able to to feel and kind of sense their dedication to the things that they love that you may not understand at all. Like, I don't, like, I'm not Catholic, so I don't, I can't indoctrinate or incorporate the, uh, like, the cross prayer, you know, you, like, in the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit. Like, I can't fully understand that myself because that's not, I'm not, Catholic, but when you get to witness and see other people who are devout and who, you know, do those things in and of themselves all the time, it it helps you to gain the perspective that these people are real, like that they are in the same boat as you are. And I've talked about this many times before, but no one is ever alone. There's tons of people who have the same struggles. There's people that have struggles with their personal development there's people that have struggles with god there's people that have struggle if you believe in him or not 
No. There's people that have those struggles. And so even if they may be different religions, they still have the same struggles. And it helps you kind of get a full perspective in those things. Also, um, what I like about the exploratory travel is you just get to do some really cool crap. Like you get to go crazy. Like I said, I went to the Vatican City. Crazy. And I took a whole bunch of like B-roll shots. Um just of all the tons of, of Catholic cathedrals I went to and and I'm not trying to like spoil anything or like create this uh um I cannot think of the word, but anyways, I'm not trying to like say I'm gonna make a movie about it, but I I might make like a little like short film B roll thing that has like really cool like fades, ins and outs and whatever, because I never really made like a cool video like that. But I might make a video like that and post my YouTube channel, uh, which is obviously the same one that I post these on because I am on YouTube. I don't think that many people listen to it on YouTube because I don't. I wouldn't listen to a podcast on YouTube. I don't listen to podcasts on YouTube, but some people do. And uh, I do hope to kind of start incorporating really cool videos once I get into it, maybe. I don't know. The door's open. I took the video footage I needed. I might be able to do something. I'm a huge history nerd, too. And so seeing all these crazy Catholic cathedrals and reading all the history and taking the tours um, that explain lots of the history of cities. Like, I took a a tour of Barcelona, and uh, we took tours of Rome and some other tours uh, in the other cities we went to in Italy and they were all about history and you get to learn and incorporate the history into your daily into the storage of your mind you get to learn about the influence that Catholics had in the region you get to learn about what it took to build these beautiful beautiful cathedrals and these in these these chapels to to understand how the, the the tile work in the ground was placed, how to to understand how what the Jesus that was hanging from the cross in the middle of the, the the chapel was made out of, and like who made it, and how it was made, and why they made it like that, and so it's really cool to be able to learn all that type of stuff, and to really experience it, which is another again, it's a perk of the exploratory type of travel. Um, just to kind of wrap this up though. I would like to give some word of advice to people that are thinking about traveling to Europe um, at all, which I think Europe is a great place to start on your exploratory uh, travel um, yearns if you are into that. Also, entertainment, because they have like Ferrari worlds and they have like crazy amusement parks in uh, the European continent that you guys or anyone can go visit and they sounded super duper crazy awesome cool um so you definitely do that but if you are looking to do uh explore um definitely europe and some tips are is that there's a lot a lot of pitpocketing now i didn't get pitpocketed nor did anyone in my family group get pitpocketed but um, there's a lot of signs in a lot of popular tourist areas that say beware of pitpocketers. Um, you know, hold your kids tight. Like there's a lot of that going around because these people um, 
which is ages 18 through 30, understand completely that you are all tourists. You all have loaded wallets, probably full of euros, and they're just going to get you. And the reason why I say 18 to 30 is because I was talking to a cab driver, uh, or at least we were, the family, and he was saying that although the cities are very beautiful and, um, you know, they just look so vibrant and living with the people and the culture is that there actually is a really big problem with employment, which is mainly from the ages of 18 to 30, where about 30% of them are unemployed and jobless. Obviously, unemployed is the same thing as jobless. Most of them will turn to pitpocketing. Um, so definitely be aware of that. Um, if you want to go for either entertainment or for adventure uh, slash explore, I definitely, definitely recommend planning. Oh, my goodness. I And I say planning not to try to stress everyone out because I remember listening to a couple other podcasts about a month or two ago, and the people talked about how when they travel, they don't like to plan stuff out because it creates too much stress. But here's what I would argue is that that's a good point, but there's a certain amount of planning and stress you have to do to save money. Seriously. I don't know how, like, okay. So my family, my group, and we're really busy people. Uh, so we did not plan out everything. We didn't plan out anything. We just knew we were going on a trip and that was it. And uh, that really sucked because uh, it didn't really suck for me because I didn't have to pay for any of it. But uh, the amount of money that was shoveled into these last minute thrown together excursions and ideas was crazy. Unbelievable. It could have all been solved with just a few hours of research on a Saturday night trying to figure out what type of things we could be doing at each location. It's crazy. Um, so I definitely recommend planning a little bit. Planning for an understanding and for a general idea of what you want to do when you get to the places that you want to go. Like we landed in in Rome. We didn't actually land in Rome. We landed in like a northern port city. Um, and we didn't know what we were going to do. We're like, uh, well, the Vatican and Rome are like an hour away. So what are we going to do? And so last minute, we paid for an overpriced taxi tour that we didn't get all the information on until we got screwed over with the amount of time that we got in Rome. And don't get me wrong, it's still a great like little tour thing. We were able to hit the Vatican City. We were able to hit all the pretty hot spots in Rome. But it wasn't as fulfilling as I wish it had been. And I also don't think you can do Rome in one day. Rome is definitely one of those things that you want to spend a couple days and doing a lot of things in there. But I'm pretty sure if we would have planned out just a little bit, probably could have gotten a better deal or an idea for things. I don't even know. 100%. Um, I just know that the way we did it cost too much money. It was crazy. Um so definitely when I go back to uh, Italy, because I absolutely love the history that comes from Rome, uh, I'll be planning out a little bit. I'll be planning out kind of the companies I want to go with for uh, equipment or for tours, because obviously, like I said, I don't want to drive in Europe. It was crazy. I'll get lost. 
and probably crash. So I'll do research into those things and figure out a general timeline and not, not a specific timeline. I think general timeline is what you want to do because uh, it allows you flexibility that doesn't stress you out. And so definitely, definitely planning out generally what you want to do, especially in a foreign, you know, country that you are completely dependent on the things that others have to offer you. Like we got off the boat and we have nothing. We're not even like you can't even walk off the ports. You have to taxi or bus off the ports. Like we are 100 percent in the hands of the civilians and workers in those port towns and countries to make everything happen for us. Obviously, we have to pay for it, but we're all dependent on them. So you have to plan it out. You have to plan out how you want to be dependent on them. And it just helps to make everything flow better and allows it to be a little bit cheaper. I also recommend to wear comfortable shoes if you're going to explore. Or be entertained because if you're going to do the entertainment route, you still probably have to do a lot of walking. I wear Vans. Not a good choice. Um, with the pit pocketers, this, this is a little, I don't want to call it life hack. That sounds stupid. But it's a little good tip trick for travel. Get a running fanny pack. And at that point, it's not even a fanny pack. It's like this strap that goes around your waist, like your belly button area. And it's skin tight. And you slip your phone and your wallet and your money all into it. And it hides right underneath your shirt. That's what I did. I didn't carry nothing in my pockets. I carried it all in my little belly. Uh, which it got really, really hot and sweaty. But I didn't get pickpocketed, so it was totally worth Um, And I don't know. Enjoy your time. Try to have the attitude that allows you to enjoy everything. Try to be open-minded. Try to, um, try to learn too. Try to, like, try to encapsulate the history, and try to not feel like a tourist. Try to get out of this tourist mindset and get more into the life mindset. Like, how are these people living? Like, try to try to become like an Italian or try to become. Like, you live in the area that you are exploring. Because it helps you to explore better. So that way you're not being um, two-faced with the tourist face that the countries have to offer. But really diving deep into the culture. And that's just how you're going to get the fullness of it. Um, I try to do that. And I thought it was really cool. Alright, once again, um, I'm very sorry for the... Basically a month in between uploads. Uh, I'm not trying to give any crappy excuses, but like I said, I wasn't able to. I was out of the country, out of town a little bit. Um, it's just been crazy busy, and uh, I am really glad to be here at my desk recording this. Um, I feel like this is a good conversation to have with my monitor. Uh, that's what I'm looking at right now. Um, and yeah, I just appreciate you guys listen to the podcast and, and giving me the support and the uh, courage to to do these things and to put myself out there and put out my ideas and my work. And I just hope that you guys can continue to enjoy and I hope that people will understand and be forgiving of my absence. And I encourage you guys to uh, 
to figure out what kind of uh, traveler you are, to figure out what type of lifestyle you want to live, figure out all those things. And, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter, lights underscore show, so that way we can be uh, connected, and that way no misinformation will be given. It'll be straight from my my fingers on to you guys' eyes, so that way we can communicate better and understand um, what's going on with the upload process or anything about the podcast. It makes it super awesome. And uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please leave a um, a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps me to know the job I'm doing and uh, helps show some support. So I uh, appreciate you guys listening, and hope you guys have a beautiful day. Peace.